Welcome to the Nerd.Get Podcast. From video games to movies, we're your one-stop shop for all things nerd. Now buckle up, sit back, and join your host, Vikas and Koshal Patel, on this nerdtastic ride. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 166 of the Nerd.Get Podcast. 166. Hope everyone's having a good day, a good week. Uh, how's your week been? It's been all right. Yeah, nice. Well, yours? Nothing. Been pretty good. Um, yeah, I got back from San Francisco on Tuesday. Mm. Yeah. And then, oh, I don't think we talked about this on here. My car. I think I think it happened the day after we recorded the last episode. Mm. Uh, my car, my Subaru. It, uh, I went to dinner Thursday night, uh, came home, and as soon as I parked it, it died. <laughs> like, instantly. Uh, turned it back on, uh, died again, wouldn't idle. I think the third time I turned it on, it stayed on for a little, for a little bit, but it was running super, it wasn't running very smooth. Mm-hmm. And then eventually died, uh, hit up some of my friends, and we kind of, trying to diagnose the issue yeah uh and then i didn't have my code my old code reader to pull the codes broke because it was that bluetooth mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. and they've sent out an update and it like bricked all of them which was really fucking stupid <laughs> and so like you know this is the night before i was gonna leave so i was like okay i ordered a new code reader um because you're thinking ah maybe it's something to do with spark plugs coil pack whatever we didn't know we're like oh, fuck it so i was like i'm leaving tomorrow anyway so mm-hmm. i'll deal with this when i get back Code reader came in, got back, pulled the codes. I got misfiring and system too lean. And then, uh, so I think I decided to start with, go to the cheapest thing and then start with the cheapest thing and move up essentially. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to do. And then, uh, <laughs> I went ahead and decided to change the air filter. Mm-hmm. And when I changed the air filter, I put in the new one. And I went to go start the car to see if that magically fixed it. I didn't think it would. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you never know. Because it was pretty dirty, the old one. So then the car wouldn't even turn on, right? Mm-hmm. It just instantly died. Like, no matter what. Like, before, if I like let it sit for a little bit, it was turning on and running for a little bit. But it wouldn't end all this time. And I was like, there's no way putting a new air filter in made it worse. And so I mm-hmm. went back to check the air filter make sure I put it in right or whatever. And uh, I went to go unhook the box. Now, the mm-hmm. box wasn't loose before. Mm-hmm. Like It wasn't like, it wasn't movable. It wasn't like moving around. But this time when I did it, it was moving around. I was like, this is weird. It shouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like looking around the box and I look at the hose and the fucking hose is pretty much disconnected. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> And so I, I get the hose back together. I don't tighten it all the way initially. I like half tighten it because I, I wanted to try something. Mm. So I turned it on and it was running like like it was before. It wasn't running smooth. And so I shut it mm. off immediately and I fully tightened the hose, the clamp, and it mm. ran fine. It was mm. no problem. No issue. Cleared the codes. No codes came back up. Mm. So I think what had happened is when I went to get my oil change, uh, I specifically told I was like, hey, don't check the filter because I always check it. I was like, I'm going to change it. It's dirty. And like, mm. okay. 
they still checked the filter, and I, I'm guessing when they did that, the, some stuff got loose. And uh, I, I do remember like them messing with that side of like them over there, like messing with that side of the engine. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't think anything of it at the time, and I think they were trying to get the hose properly back on and tighten it. Which it is a little difficult. I'll give them that. It took me a second. I had to get into like an awkward position to put it on properly. But there was like three of them. I was like, surely they could have figured it out. But I guess they didn't, and it wasn't mm. tight. It wasn't. It wasn't tightened properly. And I had just got my oil changed too. So, but they don't need. They don't need to move the hose to get to a filter off, do no, they? No, they don't. You don't have to. It's it's not in the. I was like after I had reconnected the hose properly. I uh, I still check, double check. I put the filter in properly, and it was fine. Like there's no reason to remove the hose at all. Oh, okay. Because well. I, I never done it in the past either. Like when I would change the air filter, there's like no re- like you don't need to. So mm. I don't know. Maybe whatever happened, it's fixed now. It's running. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. And then I also figured out. I don't know if I told you this. I figured out what the noise is. Oh, you did. When it's turning. Yeah. yeah. So it is the viscous coupling mm-hmm. in the center differential. Okay. Is what is what the noise is cuz I, I I was looking at uh I was talking to my friend the other day on the phone and we were looking at we were just randomly looking at car complaints. Yeah. On the NHTSA website or whatever and I looked up my car, the Subaru Crosstrek. And mm-hmm. I found a like and like there are specific problems with like different things to the automatics and the manuals, not transmission, yeah. like other things that were related to it. Yeah. So I was like, I went to Google and I typed in, you know, knocking, clunking noise when turning on five speed Subaru. Yeah. And Google just lit up with the exact problem I was having. Okay. Apparently it's a problem specific to the manual transmission Subarus. Hmm. Every single one I went to, it was exactly like, oh, when I first had this noise, it was only when it was turning right. And after like 40 minutes of driving, now it's gotten worse. Now it's like after 10 minutes of driving and it's no matter which way I turn, the noise comes. Mm-hmm. And I saw several videos, like there's several videos attached to some of these. Yeah. And the same exact noise my car was making. And like like people had gotten their the thing replaced and they said, yeah, the noise is gone. So I guess it like... Mm-hmm. It was something to do with locking the wheels at the same speed or something like that, which is causing it to, like, catch whenever you turn. Mm-hmm. That's what's causing that noise. And that's because the coupling the coupling is wearing out. So it's not, like, it's not properly disengaging Yeah. whenever you turn, which is what it's supposed to do. So. Huh. Feel like, I'm like, I'm, like, 98% sure that's what it is. Um, people were saying CV joints, but I got mine checked. I checked them myself and I got them checked and they, they, they seem fine. So yeah, I'll check them again just to make sure. But I think that's, that's what it is. So well, most people would think is that. So yeah. almost everybody would think is that that's the CV. Yeah. Yeah. So, and yeah, I checked them and I had the yeah, shops check them and they also said they looked fine or they were fine. So. Um, but yeah, so it looks like it's the center differential. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'll try and get that fixed and see what happens. Hopefully that solves it. <laughs> it was figured out after two years. So that yeah. was exciting. 
Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> one step closer to solving getting getting it fixed, I guess. But yeah, I even drove it last night, so it's all running pretty well. Other than that, I don't know if it still makes the noise. I didn't like check. I didn't hear it on the Ooh. way, but I also didn't turn sharp enough for the noise to come up, so mm. yeah. But yeah, the, I got like so excited when I found it. I was like, holy shit! <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, what else happened? Oh, we went to a murder mystery party yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah, that was pretty fun. That was. It it worked out kind of funny. So it was a great Gatsby themed one, mm-hmm. and uh, Vikas was Jay Gatsby was a millionaire extraordinaire, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I just happened to pick like his right hand man essentially. <laughs> I had no idea he was Jay Gatsby. I was like, "Oh, look, Charlie Charles. That's a cool name." Because I didn't know there was a list of people like descriptions. I had I didn't properly look. I just picked a guy, and I ended up being his. I think I was technically your lawyer. Yeah, but I did a bunch of other stuff for you too. So I had no idea. I was half like I was I was clocked out halfway through that thing. So I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, it was a lot." Um, yeah. It was fun, but there was a lot of like stuff to like a lot of information yeah. that you had to like take in at the beginning, and I kept mm-hmm. forgetting what shit I had. So I kept pull like they they give you objectives and things to do, and I kept forgetting what to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I did uh, too. I think one time, yeah, there's oh, the Sid, the boxer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know my character knew who killed his father, right? And it says on there. It says, I think it was like one of the last, th- like it was like one of the last things on the list. It says, uh-huh. if if Sid questions you about his father, mm-hmm. tell him you know who did it, and if he pays you, tell him it was so and so, right? Yeah. And uh, I think it was, I think it's your character. Tell him it was Jake Gatsby, is what it said. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so he comes up to me and asks me, and in my head, I had it that Sid killed his own father i don't know how i got to that from what it told me yeah because especially it's because it says if he pays you tell him it was jay gatsby so i don't know where i got lost in the thing but so sid the guy playing sid mm-hmm. uh he came up to me it was like do you know anything you know, he asked me the question and i was like i do and i know it was you and he was like what like he stayed in, i'll give it a problem he stayed in character because he because i think the thing tells him oh if you He's like, get, he's, I think it, it told him that, hey, he knows who killed your dad. He'll tell you if you pay him. I think that's mm-hmm. what it said, essentially, Um, on his paper. And then so he was super confused. I think, like, his character and himself. Like, <laughs> And then, like, I, I, I then, like, we, like, you know, we have a little conversation that we, like, walk away from each other. And then I'm talking to someone else. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to tell him something. I forgot what it was. So I pull out my paper and I tell him what I'm supposed to tell them. Mm-hmm. And then... I read the last thing about Sid again, and I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I completely did that wrong. And I go back up to him, and I was like, hey, man, uh, I might have told you something wrong before. Come find me when you're done. <laughs> so we like, and he thought it was like super, we, we both thought it was really funny, but he came back and I told him what I was actually supposed to tell him. But mm. yeah, that was, uh, I did that several times that night. <laughs> but no, it was pretty fun. It was a fun thing overall. Yeah. I had, a, I had a good time. 
I didn't it dress. Was, you dressed the part. I didn't dress the part. You did. I didn't dress the part. I just came dressed as something. So oh, okay. Just whatever I had. Yeah. But, uh, it felt like it fit I, in, though. I think it worked. Maybe. It's a stretch. Archaeologist is, like, not really... Not really what? Not really themed, like... Yeah. I was wearing a jacket for the 50s, so, you know... Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) It's like... uh, I just kind of threw on something. Yeah. I felt like it worked a little bit. Like not not I mean it wasn't like the exact thing, but I think it like it's still like, oh okay, yeah, he's if comparing it know, to everyone else. Like apparently there's like uh there's links and stuff to like to help give you like costume ideas and stuff. Like Yeah, I think there's a bunch of stuff, um Yeah, like references and things like that. Maybe we could like. I think next time uh, our friend was saying she was gonna send them out earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, that way people can like prepare better. Yeah. Uh, I think like, cause this was like we were play. I think the original plan was maybe having a New Year's, but then I think I asked if we could do it a week later. What she said uh, was better because they were all busy with holiday stuff. Okay. And then I think they're still busy a little bit afterwards. So like. Yeah, I think they. I think they just just need more time. But now we know. So next time, yeah, we'll probably send out. I think uh, she was saying it, there's an option of letting people pick or assigning characters. Uh, so I guess we got to figure out a way to like let people pick an easy way for people. To, I'm sure there's something we can like find that would be like, hey, everyone, join this thing and pick your character. Yeah. So. But yeah, it was it was a fun thing. I liked it a lot, actually. I had like such an easy character though. Like I didn't have to do I didn't have to do shit. Like <laughs> yeah, that was, that was uh that's nice. Yeah, I was hoping to get an easy character, and I picked like one of the people who had to do the motion. I was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I had to go talk to so many people. Well, you weren't the only one. Like the yeah, other people. Yeah. I don't know why two of them were so essential. They like they kept stepping out. But I oh know yeah, one. was it uh, Daisy and the other one? Yeah, Tom. Daisy. So Daisy, Daisy and Tom. And Tom. And Tom. They each have to keep stepping out every once in a while. But then I don't know why they were essential because they were not like Daisy was. Daisy was. Daisy was, was an essential one. Cause she had like the key to the the weapon room. Oh, okay. And then okay. she was also your wife, I believe, Jay yeah. Gatsby's wife. Yeah. Yeah. She had like the key, and then like me and her had to talk a, a bit, like her and my character. So she was. She had like some important. She had some like plot point things that she had to do. Her character had to do. You know what? My character was a do shit. I should have just took over all that shit. <laughs> yeah. My, yeah, they're taking, my, they're t- my, my, my job my job was basically deny everything and point everybody to my sister. 
And that was That's it. That's fantastic. And the yeah, I, and then like my character was at odds with your sister because I wanted her position, and it was really weird because in real life, me and her don't have that relationship. No. <laughs> so it was weird. Like it was weird and funny, like acting like we hated each other. Yeah. And she, like we were like threatening each other the whole night. That was kind of fun, but. Well, apparently, your character doesn't handle business well, so, like... Yeah, I wasn't very good at my job. Because <laughs> I, like... It was, like... Because my character was supposed to help you out, right? Yeah. And, like, he wanted he wanted to take... He wanted the your Greta's Gatsby's position. Yeah. But he keeps ratting you out at every chance he gets. He's like, yo, if you give me some money, I would totally frame my boss. I was like, bro... If you want the position, why you keep trying to frame the guy that's going to give you the position? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, what? Because it, it, at one corner, at one side, it'd be like, oh, make sure you do everything that Jay Gatsby tells you to do. And then like two objectives later, it's like, oh, if this dude asks, tell them Jay Gatsby did it. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but make sure you take money. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, all right, I guess. Yeah, then it's like, oh, make sure you kill his sister. I was like, what's that? That's not going to help. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a horrible idea. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, my character did not handle business very well. <laughs> like, he's supposed to secure the weapons, and then he gives the key to Daisy for whatever reason. It's like, why didn't you just keep the key if you're like the security person? But yeah, anyways. <sighs> yeah. Wait, you, so. you give the key to her? Yeah, I think like at one point, like so what's supposed to, I think my character was supposed to do is I was supposed to frisk everyone, which I obviously didn't do. I think I yeah. like Yeah, I didn't I didn't do that. But we just like pretended like I did that. And then yeah. you know, you lock the key away and I think my character I think somewhere else my character gives Daisy the key, or maybe she had the key to begin with. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just thought it was weird that she had the key when like my character was supposed to be the guy making sure everything was going smoothly. I was like, why didn't my guy have the key? I mean, I didn't care, but I just thought it was a little weird. My character was just, yeah, he was just an idiot. <laughs> he didn't know what he was doing. But, yeah, it was a fun night. If you if you have the chance to do a murder mystery, it's pretty fun. I'd give it a shot. Especially a themed one. But, uh, yeah, I think we're going to do more. Oh, there are talks of doing more, so... That should be fun. But uh, I guess we can move it on to the restaurant. Yes. All right. So this week we went to a burger spot. I was craving some burgers. So we went to a place called Paddy Wagon here in Oklahoma City, located at 36th and May, or I believe. Yes. Yeah. Was... Um. I think it was like an old Whataburger or Del Rancho or something. An old something. A Water Rancher. Yeah, Water There you go, Water Rancher. Yeah, so it's a locally owned spot here in Oklahoma. Um, and they have a chef special every week, chef special burger every week. Check their Facebook page, which is Patty Wagon. Uh, okay, see, I think it's just Patty Wagon, actually. So check their Facebook for the, the, the uh, chef special burger of the week. But which we got. We got the, it was an apple pie burger, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, then I got the Big John. 
which was single patty with pepper jack cheese, green chilies, jalapenos, and spicy mayonnaise. And that was it was pretty good. It was a it was a solid tasting burger. Mm-hmm. Had a good spice to it, which I really yeah. liked. Um, the patty was nice and juicy. the The bread, which is made in house, was pretty good. I liked it. Um, mm. And then you had, what did you have? Was it the red the dirt? Red, red dirt, yeah. Yeah. What did you think of that one? It was pretty good. I I really I kind of liked it. It was. Yeah. Uh, it was. Um, I felt. I felt like I liked the mushroom and the Swiss better. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, well, let me just decide. Uh, It said it has like its own barbecue sauce and stuff. It's like, let me try that. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah, it was good. good. It had that thick hickory cuts, the thick cut hickory smoked bacon on it, which was actually really good. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt like it went well with the burger. And the barbecue sauce wasn't bad either. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, it was a pretty good burger. Not the best. Yeah. Not my favorite, but it was pretty good. Yeah. Um Fries were eh. They weren't they weren't anything to write home about. No. The, the, the best fries I think we still had was at uh Jamil's. Jamil's, yeah. Yeah. And you were saying they probably did it like the, the proper method of frying it, which was uh you fry it twice. Yeah. Yeah. So how are you supposed Chris, to do that again? Like you, uh, I'm not sure. I have to look it up. Okay. Like, I think I'm you're saying sh- you like. Well, go ahead. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. It's fine. Uh, I believe you're supposed to fry it. Okay, mm-hmm. you're supposed to let it soak overnight. Yeah. And then I think you you like dry it out, right? Dry it out, and then de- like. And then you fry it once, and let mm-hmm. it cool, and then you fry it again. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. I think that's what you said. Yeah, that sounds right. But I'm not sure if that was yeah. correct. Yeah. But whatever they did there, they still had the best fries I feel like we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got, I got a vanilla shake. It was pretty bussin'. You got the peanut butter one. How was that? It was pretty good. It's just, yeah. it's a peanut butter steak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard to mess up, really. No. And then we got a chicken sandwich. Chicken sandwich. That was, it was very okay. It wasn't the, I would say go there for the burgers, not the chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's say that. And then we got the chef special, which is an apple pie burger, which is juicy Angus beef patty, thick cut hickory smoked bacon, grilled apple pie slices sprinkled with cinnamon and sugar, mm. creamy whipped creamy whipped cream and all on their famous buttery toasted bun that was a very interesting burger i enjoyed it um i felt like the more you chewed it the more like apple pie it tasted like Mm -hmm. which was really interesting yeah it was pretty interesting i liked it i liked the burger it was a good it was a good I, i was i was unsure about it before but then once i ate it i was like oh this is a good burger so yeah, and I think that's all we got, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah, go check it out. Paddy Wagon, located here in Oklahoma City, uh, is located at 3600 North May Avenue. It's pretty much on the corner of 36th and May. Uh, so 3600 North May Avenue, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And their hours are 
Monday to Thursday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., and then Friday, Saturday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m., and they're closed on Sundays. And their Facebook is a Patty Wagon, so give them a follow. They always have their uh, chef special uh, up there, which I believe changes every week or every two weeks. So, yeah, you can check out their chef special before you go out there. They do have a drive through but it's not like a traditional drive through It's not like you pull up and you order. I mean, you can, but you'll have to like wait there in your car while they make it. So you could call ahead and use the drive through if you want to do that and just pick it up through the drive through But it's however you want to do it. But yeah, and the service was great. I believe the owner or maybe one of the – he was talking to us at the end and asking about the burger and the experience. So um, <clears throat> yeah, it was, it was good service. Good food. Go go check them out. Oh, do we want to rate? How many do we want to rate it? We can rate it, right? Uh, yeah. Do the the nom value. Nom value. Yeah, we're gonna start nom values, um, for our restaurants. Uh, so we can like you know tell us what's our what our favorite ones are. So we're gonna start with Patty Wagon, first restaurant of the year. What is the nom value you give Patty Wagon? I'll give it a four out of five. All right. Solid four out of five. Yeah, I think that's a that's a good four out of five. Burgers and stuff were good. Burgers were good. Shakes were excellent. But the chicken sandwich and the fries were eh. I think four out of five is good. Service was also very good. Yes. Yeah. Uh I feel like they weren't the best we've ever had, but they were still pretty good. Like, yeah. It's still a lot better than a lot of other. Oh, yeah. 100%. Other places, other places yeah. we tried, but like. Yeah. Okay. All right. There you uh, go. Non value of four out of five. I don't think. I don't know where my video went. I'm pretty sure I saved the video of the, of the fries thing, but like. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was off topic. Sorry. Yeah. Was- all good. All good. Uh, and that concludes our restaurant of the week. We can go on to the game releases now, which we only have two. Um, here they are. So we got Momo Dora Moonlit Farewell for PC releasing January 11th, and then Radiance releasing for PC on January 11th as well. And your epic free game. Better get this one because it's a big one. Guardians of the Galaxy, available until January 11th at 10 a.m. That is practi- that is a brand new game, so make sure you go get that. Go get that. Uh, we- huh? Didn't it come out two years ago? Has it been two years already? I thought it was last year. I'm wrong. Yeah, it was two years ago. Wow. Yeah. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Still, it's a it's a pretty big game, so we we'll get it for free. Yeah, this uh, is it is a triple A game. It it's was, a triple A yeah. title. Yeah, my like, internet yeah, is not working. So it was twenty twenty one winner. Yeah, well, that's right. Best narrative. Damn, I thought it was two. I thought it was last year. Wow. Okay. Oh. Um, three years ago, technically. Cause, yeah. Well, I'm not then, really, I'm barely into this year. It's really two years. Like... Yeah. And then you get your PS Plus games for the month. A Plague Tale Requiem for the PS5. Evil West for the PS4 and PS5. And Nobody Saves the World for the PS4 and PS5. 
Then we got Prime Gaming Games for the month Endling, Extinction is Forever on January 4th, Apico for on January 11th, Atari Mania January 19th, and Yars Recharge January 25th. So make sure you get all those free games before the month is up. Uh, and now for our weekly delay report. Vikas? Yes. Um, so the top racer collection that was supposed to come out on Switch and uh-huh. it was supposed to have like um, Top Gear, Top Gear 2, Top Gear 3000. Yeah. And it was supposed to come out actually this this week on the 11th but it's been pushed back to March whatever reason oh, okay they don't um they don't really say why okay they just say it's been pushed Hold on. Oh, to enhance the experience for everyone and refine all classic and exclusive models or modes. Ah, okay. So, oh, I see. Uh, and then uh, Stellar Blade has been delayed. If you haven't noticed, like it was just come out last year, but it's 2024 now. So yeah, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's coming out this year, I guess. Okay. Um. So I don't know. Apparently, I, so according to the comments, like they don't remember saying it was this. It was supposed to be released to this year. So oh, I don't know. Okay. I thought I did hear that. I thought we maybe not. I don't know. Who knows? I, th- I don't. Stellar Blade. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. All yeah. right. Fantastic. Uh, there was also like not really a game, but I think is one of the new Fanatec direct drive systems. I think has been delayed as well. Okay. But I'm not, I don't have the article up, so okay. You just yeah. I just remember seeing it somewhere. I forgot to save it. Gotcha. Oh yeah, all that's right. all I had for that. All right, we're going to move it on to the news now. And I am starting us off this week. And I will be starting with the new Xbox Series S toaster has released. (laughs) So you might remember that they did a a mini fridge with based off the Series X. Um, So now you can get a toaster that will pair nicely with your mini fridge. Um. (laughs) um so it is available so the 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 mini fridge launched in 2021 and sold out almost immediately um and then i guess they released an updated version of the fridge that you can still buy today Mm -hmm. um and it's 40 it was 40 dollars it's priced at 40 bucks um now they have this toaster, which is currently available at Walmart for thirty nine ninety nine, so same price as the fridge. 
Uh, it is Xbox branded, just like the fridge. And the toasts that you put in there will mm-hmm. pop out with the Xbox logo on it. Mm-hmm. Um, the It does look like, so the way it looks is, is just imagine your Series S, the Series S with the, the black fan side on its side and it's got like you know the the toast buttons on the side that's it just it looks like a series s with but a toaster and it doesn't mm. look like it looks like it's just a single slice like you can only put one slice in there it's not a double toaster is what it looks like yeah you can only put a single you can either put like two small pieces of bread side by side or one big piece of bread in what <laughs> yeah uh yeah so you can all it's only at walmart it's 39.99 and there's a, a one-year warranty um it's got six toast levels an led timer automatic shove off shut shut off a removable crumb tr- crumb tray anti-jam function non-stick plates and an extra long slot that suits that suits regular and artesian sized bread artisan or not artesian artisan sized bread bagels frozen yeah. waffles and english muffins you all right? <laughs> no, I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> that was uh, that was far more difficult to read than it should have been. My apologies. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So um, uh, apparently Hallmark has released a range of gaming theme ornaments. If you want to jump on that, they're all on sale. <laughs> oh uh, but yeah. So. Yeah, if you want uh, if you want a toaster to pair with your mini fridge, now's the time. Walmart's got them. Have fun with that. But that's all. That's all I got. For, that's all I got for that. Ooh, she, man, this guy burned the crap out of this fucking bed. The what? Oh, the bread. Oh yeah, you're yeah. looking at the freaking thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I, he might have had it like on setting eight, which isn't even on the thing. Ooh. Yeah, whatever they that, did, they burnt the shit out of it. That's really dark. Like, yeah, yeah. He doesn't want toast. He wants a fucking cracker. <laughs> I don't even know if it's considered a cracker at that point. Uh, he wants a rock. All right. Um, I'm going to start off with some just gaming updates. Uh, there weren't really too many. Okay. I'm going to start off with uh, David the Diver's uh, milestone. They surpassed 3 million in sales. Oh, nice. Yeah, they sold 3 million copies, yep. Um, Another milestone, Monster Hunter World just hit its highest concurrent player count in over three years. Which is weird, because... Yeah, it's like I thought they stopped updating it, so I don't know. Yeah, I did too. Maybe because it was like on Steam and it was pretty cheap, I think. Oh, maybe, yeah. And then uh a couple of movie updates. Uh apparently Jack Black has been cast as Steve in the Minecraft movie. Oh, all right then. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Bowser is playing Steve. 
Okay. <laughs> um, Bendy in the Ink Machine is making a movie. I've never really played this, but uh, if I remember right, I think it was a horror mo- horror game. Uh, I think so. Yeah. And like Bendy's like a old timey, like Mar like a Mickey Mouse looking character type of thing, yeah. like from like from like early early animation. Yeah, I think so. That sounds familiar. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. And Arcane Season Two got a teaser trailer. Oh, now we're talking. Yeah, um, you don't really need to watch it. It's not, it don't show really anything. It shows, it shows like the doctor and like, I guess there's some kind of creature hanging there, but that's Uh, about it. Okay, okay. Yeah, so. Sweet. And the last thing I want to do is um, uh, PlayStation has put out the 2023's most popular games. Oh, okay. On an interactive map. Nice. So I'm just going to say with the one of the biggest games that came out this year, like some of the best games, biggest variety. Yeah. Top three most played games in the U.S., Number three was GTA. Number okay. two was Call of Duty, and number one was Fortnite. Oh Lord! And that's the same in Canada. Okay. Mexico. It's uh, instead of GTA, it was FIFA. Okay, and then Call, that makes sense. Call, yeah. Call of Duty, and then Fortnite. Uh, wow. Colombia, Call of Duty is number three. Fortnite was number two. FIFA is number one. Oh wow! Okay. In Brazil, uh, GTA, then Fortnite, and then FIFA. Man. Uh. Yeah, and then. Uh, Argentina, Fortnite, FIFA, and Rocket League. Oh, okay, nice Rocket League. Yeah, Rocket League was number three. It's, it's okay. a, yeah. Uh, let's see. Ireland, number three is Call of Duty. Number two is FIFA. And number one is Fortnite. You can see the theme here. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's a pretty <laughs> yeah solid theme going on. Then UK had th- uh, Call of Duty at number three, FIFA number two, and Fortnite. And gosh, there's so many others. Um, but yeah, almost every country is the freaking same. It's like Fortnite and Call of Duty on their list. Jeez. Not played. No. That's insane to me. Well, I guess yeah. it's not, given how popular both those games are. Well, it's just like, all, yeah, it's like, I understand, like, the FIFA and stuff, but yeah, it's just, 
I guess I'm surprised at how popular it is. I mean, like, and you said like there's so many different types of games came out this year, mm. but I don't know. I don't know if they're maybe it's just I guess everyone everyone plays Fortnite, Call of Duty at least once. I guess a day maybe mm. whatever it is. So I don't know because I don't play either of those games. <laughs> yeah, not really my kind of games, honestly. Uh, I don't know if I don't have t- uh, like a type of games. Yeah, I did want to try like the Lego Fortnite stuff, um, but like mm-hmm. Call of Duty, I haven't played for a long for several years. I used to play online after like on my PC and on my PlayStation quite a bit, but I haven't done that in a while. Hmm. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, uh, that's all I have for that. All right. So Nintendo has plans to celebrate celebrate the 30th anniversary of Earthbound. Um, they have confirmed it in a recent social media update on X, formerly known as Twitter. Um, yeah, it was the official... It was the official game, um, Earthbound's game account that uh, confirmed that there will be a uh, anniversary celebration, which happens to be in August of this year. Uh, the exact date, I think they're just doing the whole month of August. Oh, no, August 27th, 2024 is when the 30th anniversary of Earthbound is. And if you don't know what Earthbound is, it is like these... Uh, it's a one of the ninety. It's an RPG that came out in the '90s, and it was like a parody of United States, like U.S. culture, with like different types of genre tropes and things like that. Um, it made it a very unique JRPG for the time, and still is. And it's like become pretty. It's got a pretty big following now. Um, so. Uh, pretty popular relatively popular game on nintendo and like among the nintendo crowd so they have um a bunch of plans including a brand collaboration that they're keeping under wraps right now um there's also rumors speculation that there may be some sort of re-release um so we'll see what happens with that but things they have confirmed for the 30th anniversary new merchandise a unique event that has never been done before and an unspecified with collaboration with another event, which is the one they're keeping under wraps. Um, yeah. And then, like I said, there might be a remake, uh, similar to like what they did with the, uh, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening or Skyward Sword HD, something like that. Maybe it might be releasing for the Switch. That's what they're speculating, but you never know. We'll see what happens. Um, because it's, it's not really popular out here. Like in the West, I guess is what they say. It's more, it's really popular in Japan, mm. but uh, not so much here. So, um, we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, um, if you are a Earthbound fan, uh, be sure be on the lookout mm. for that anniversary celebration. That's all I got for that. On to you, sir. All right. Uh-huh. I was been trying to find that stupid article, but uh, I guess I couldn't. 
I was just trying to follow the Earthbound one. I just wanted to make sure it was the same thing I was thinking of. Oh, okay. I think it's called Mother 2 or something in Japan. But it's the one... It's uh, it's 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 PK Fireboy, right? From fucking... yes, yes, yes. It is PK it's Fireboy. Fast. Yes, that is that is it. Yes. Okay. That's yes. why I just wanted to double check. Yeah, yeah. PK Fire. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> that dude. Okay. That's all I wanted to check. Yeah. Um, and then the other one too, right? The other guy was like. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I forgot. I don't know what you're talking about. I forgot his name, but yeah, Luke or something. Yeah, I think it's Luke. Yeah, Luke. Uh, so something happened in Tetris this week where uh, someone quote unquote finally beat Tetris. Oh, okay. So, there's no real end to the game, but... Mm -hmm. So, I I actually watched a video on this, on what happened, like, what's been going on with the Tetris community, so... Yeah. Apparently, like, I think after 29... The game pretty much repeats itself or something. Okay. Or it just stays at that speed. But once you hit like level. Was it 29 or 10 or. I'm not really sure. So, like, but once you get to a certain stage, like, you can't physically move the blocks to the sides fast enough. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Okay. Right. Hmm. So you, you basically top out. Yeah. But this is on the NES version anyway. And um, so there was like later on people, some some guy came up with this thing called like rolling or something. And they were able to go to some of the higher levels. So the, the, the all the Tetris community just goes and like tries to get the highest level. Uh there was like a whole timeline where just like certain people just kept passing each other. Okay. And um, I think the highest was like like a hundred something recently. Wow. Uh, okay. But then there was like a they found out where like. So there was like a. I'm trying to remember all the stuff from the video, man. It was a, it was a lot. Yeah. So. This was like a time where okay. So basically, there's one like. I think like it was like. I should have refreshed. I should have rewatched this video because <laughs> I watched it like two days ago, I think. 
Oh, a lot yeah. Of, a lot of stuff has happened since then. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, so there was like a way for, like, the game can like glitch itself out. So, and the, like, there's certain levels where it has the highest chance. Uh huh. So the technically, like, if you get it to glitch out, you basically win. Oh, okay. You you basically beat Tetris or whatever. Yeah. But they've been there's been people who've like set up like AI to play the game for you, and just to see how far it could go and yeah. like. It, after a certain level, I think it just resets itself. Oh, okay. Yeah. But a human hasn't been able to do it yet. Cause, so, after a certain level, so up to a certain level, they have a certain color palette. And it always rotates through the same color palette. Gotcha. But after 30, I think it goes into a random color palette. Then, like, in some of the higher level ups, like, there, there's certain ones you can't really see. It's really, really hard to see. It's, uh... Like, just the way, because of the way the color palette is? Yeah. Okay. So, they they had nicknames for them. There's, like, the one that's kind of, I think it's, like, the Shadow one. Shadow Realm or something. Yeah. And where it was, like... All the blocks are like near black. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. difficult. Yeah, so like there's, I think the very first level you should be able to do it. I think it's one fifty five, but like, I think he. Triggered or did the wrong trigger? Uh huh. Because I think you're only supposed to like try to clear one line, but he cleared like three or something. Oh, okay. So it didn't work. So he kept going. And then when he got to 157, he got it to work. And uh, yeah, so he, he basically kind of just beat it. Oh, nice. This kid's 13 years old. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. He's actually going to be in a, the next Tetris tournament, which is in Waco. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, it's, is the, his name is Gibson. It goes by Blue Scooty. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Well done, Gibson. Yes. And uh, I think the next goal is like, like they keep finding new goals to reach. So their probably okay. next goal is probably to try to who can speed run the trigger or like trigger like as soon as possible or like the earliest. Okay. Because he missed, he missed like the main one. Like, yeah. So. Hmm. But yeah, the next next time hopefully 
I think the they're I think one one of the next biggest goals is them trying to find like to get it to where they can go through the whole game and reset the game. So Okay. Nice. But but I'm sure they'll find other ways to do yeah. stuff as well, but I think it's crazy. It's all he's ever played is Tetris. Yeah. That's insane. That's some mm-hmm. commitment right there. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, that's all I had for that. All right. So my next article has to do with the Nintendo PlayStation. I think we've talked about it on this on the podcast before where back in the 90s Nintendo and PlayStation were, and Sony were going to partner up to make the Nintendo PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And then uh I think Nintendo ended up or no, was it Nintendo went with Panasonic or something? Yeah, they went Panasonic. Yeah, they went yeah, yeah, they went with Panasonic and uh didn't do it with PlayStation, then you know, Sony ended up making the PlayStation themselves. And there were actually prototypes for the Nintendo PlayStation released. I think one ended up selling for like three hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, a YouTuber, he's a fairly popular YouTuber named his YouTuber is called James Channel. Is his YouTube is what it's called, James Channel, and he makes like he kind of messes with video game stuff. He has like a um, he's got like a bootleg PS One that he tries to like get working. Um, he like goes through like different video games. So he has like videos on like the history of wireless video game controllers. I think he made some like he came across something called the Samsung Game Boy or something, and he played it to see what it was like he does like uh stuff like that i think he puts super smash brothers on a ti calculator he does things like that so uh i think he did grand theft auto on ti calculator too and then he like made a portable super he's done several different things um and the latest thing he's done is he's made a nintendo his very own nintendo playstation i sent you the video on discord and the and the article but i sent you a link to the video oh and uh i want you to look at it because um, it's a cool thing. It's a really cool thing that he did, and it most it worked for the most part. But I love the way that you load in the discs for the game. Um, <laughs> pretty much. So where the he's taken what looks like a Nintendo Famicom. I think that's what it is. A Nintendo Famicom, which is the Super Nintendo. Or no, it's the original, the Famicom. Original, yeah. yeah. It looks like an old, worn-out version of that, and he's put the components of the PlayStation console inside of there, and it's got the case of the Famicom uh, console, and it still has a cartridge slot. But in the instead of you know putting cartridges, you use discs like you would on a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. But the disc is exposed, like it's in the cartridge slot, and you put it in, and it's just kind of like spinning in the open. Which looks kind of cool and goofy at the same time, but uh, he says he can play uh, Nintendo and PlayStation games on it. Um, he that's can't awesome. play. What'd you say? So that's awesome. Yeah, and uh, I think there he has. There's some glitches and stuff he's working through, but he and uh, he's making jokes that it costs more than his house. I think in the video he was like, "Oh, if you guys want to." trade for a house i'll totally give this to you uh <laughs> but yeah, he used the inside half of a ps1 along with the shell of the japanese nintendo super famicom mm-hmm. system from a previous like yeah so he, it's, it was it was from his old video that he used that 
Um, so yeah, the some problems he came across in the video were trying to fit the components of the PlayStation One into the into the Nintendo into the freaking Famicom box. Uh, he had to relocate some parts and do all that stuff. So. Um, so, yeah, and, uh, yeah, it's, like I said, where the NSNES cartridge games go, it leaves the disc spinning out in the open, which is kind of funny and cool at the same time, but, yeah, he was able to play the original GTA, um, even games that were, like, region lock, like Pepsi Man, <laughs> he was able to play Pepsi Man on it, he was able to emulate Nintendo games, um, but he wasn't able to do Super Nintendo games, just regular Nintendo games. Um, mm. But yeah, so yeah, it was a pretty cool little product he did. I thought it was pretty interesting. So well done, James, of James mm. Channel. That was pretty cool. Also, check out his channel. He's got some cool videos on there. So Sweet. Yeah, that's, that's all I had for that. All right. My next article is about... Uh, Mickey Moose. Oh, right. So, uh, as you may have heard this week, uh, I don't know if anybody's heard this week, but the copyright has been expired for Mickey Mouse. Oh, yeah. So, I heard about this. The Steam-built Willie version of it. And just as last time, when that ran out for Winnie the Pooh, people jumped on... The bandwagon for yeah. Mickey Mouse to have a horror movie coming out as well. Not just a horror movie this time. There's two two horror movies and then a horror game already out. Or not already out, but like on its way. Nice. So, uh, yeah. The game was Infestation Origins. Huh. It's a co-op horror game in which you're an exterminator treating sinister infestations caused by twisted versions of classic characters and urban legends. Okay. And then Mickey's the prime antagonist. <laughs> Interesting. So, yeah. Yeah, because when Winnie the Pooh's thing, wasn't there like a horror movie that came out like almost immediately after or something? It wasn't immediately. It was, it was announced. Oh, okay. It was announced. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, just like this time. Okay. But like a couple, I think a few months after it came out, I think it's when the movie came out. Okay. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was pretty quick. Yeah. From what I remember. Uh. Yeah, so... Mickey Mouse's Trap is another is a movie. It's the first ever live action Mickey Mouse comedy horror feature film. So Oh uh, wow, okay. Yeah. Comedy horror. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Yeah. <laughs> I don't either. I was trying to figure it out, but I think yeah. I think of like I get well I I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure what that mm-hmm. means. <laughs> Yeah, so 
I think what's the other movie's name? Mm. Let's see. Hmm. It isn't. Mickey Mouse's trap. I don't know. It doesn't say the name of the other one. Okay, interesting. Like there's another movie or game? Another movie. Well, it says in the title of the articles that two movies and one game. I see the one game. One movie. Okay. Yeah, one game, one movie. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Apparently there is a Winnie the Pooh horror game called Hundred Acre Wood also in development. Same because it's mentioning Winnie the Pooh as well. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well... I'm not finding anything, so yeah. Um, that's all I have for that. All right. For my final article, mm. I have um, this. I found this article uh, on Game Rant, written by Hadir Harun Rashid, mm. about the sorry state of Dragon Ball, the current Dragon Ball franchise. Mm. Uh, he is referring to Dragon Ball Super. Uh, he he names some different some various things that I agree with with him on him, um, like a lot of the side characters have been pushed to irrelevance, which I agree. Um, I think I think that's kind of happened before Z ended. Uh, I know a lot of them had some relevance in like the Cell Saga, and then after that, it was kind of just then the final saga they weren't really there, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I was okay with, you know. I didn't like hate it. Uh, I didn't love it particularly, but I didn't like have too much of a problem with it. Because if I want to see them in action, I just go back and watch Cell Saga or anything before that. Really, um, another thing you mentioned is the animation in Super is like more times it's bad than it is good, which I also agree with. Um, and then the overall tone seems to have changed of the series. Um, it's always been kind of, you know, it's always had a little bit of a childish tone, like a funny tone to it at times, mm-hmm. but they've like cranked it up to like 15 in Super. Uh, and I did watch all of it, by the way. I'm not like making these accusations or agreeing with this guy, with this, with him, because I just read his article. I've actually watched the show and the movies. So, mm-hmm. um, and then he talks about, he also talks about the power ups which like a lot of them have been forgotten or trivialized, which yeah, like Super Saiyan God is not the big thing. Um, 
Whereas before, I felt like it was it was always a new Super Saiyan level, mm-hmm. but it had some. I don't know. So I guess like my favorite ones are like three and Super Saiyan four, honestly, even though GT is technically not canon. Um, but now it's just like I feel like they're just because Super Saiyan they call it Super Saiyan Blue is just Super Saiyan with blue hair, and I'm just like, all right, that's yeah, whatever. Like whatever they were making the movies, I was okay with it. I was like, okay, yeah, we'll get the movies back. Cool. But then they're like, oh, we're turning into a show, which I was also excited for. And then I watched the show, mm-hmm. and it was not very good, I'll be completely honest. <laughs> and this is coming from a very big Dragon Ball fan. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, Dragon Ball was pretty much my childhood anime growing up. I watched all of Dragon Ball, watched all of Dragon Ball Z, read all the manga for both. Um, and so whenever they could not Super Show, I was pretty excited. But yeah, it's not... It's not a good show, and I'm not, and I agree with most of the stuff he says in here. I agree with. I think the only thing I disagree with, which I can also see where he's coming from, it is very simplistic storytelling. Um, I'm okay with that. I don't have a big deal with how they do their storytelling. It's fine. Um, I think it's always been pretty simplistic. I think some of the earlier arcs were more like they were deeper, but as they've progressed, it's kind of like okay, new new bad guy. Someone get new power up, defeat bad guy. Like, <laughs> that's pretty much what it is. And I was fine with that. I enjoyed that, you know, because they had different, they had done it in different ways. Like, um, in the Saiyan saga, it was, you know, Goku goes to King Kai and learns his techniques and comes back. And and then they, they still barely won that fight. <laughs> um, and then Frieza saga, the big thing was Super Saiyan. Uh, first time you see Super Saiyan on screen. And then Cell Saga was someone's got to get Super Saiyan 2 and they kind of like go on shine and he got his thing. But they like did it in a very technical way, I feel like, with the trading and stuff like that. So I was okay with it. Uh, Super Saiyan 3 kind of came out of nowhere because Goku claims he did it in the other world or whatever, but it was still a cool form. Um, and then we get fusions and stuff. We get the fusions, which are pretty cool. But like with Super, I don't know. I just feel like it's not because it's weird because a lot of people still like it and maybe I'm thinking just starting to think maybe it's just me but I'm not a fan of it like especially with the like the first two arcs were good the first two arcs which they adapted like they made the movies the Mm -hmm. Battle of Gods and Resurrection of F movies they made into they they integrated into the into the super show which was fine and then they go into uh, Goku Black arc which uh, it's the future Trunks' timeline is being attacked by this evil version of Goku. And uh, which I thought was cool, but then they bring back Trunks and he's not the future Trunks from the Cell Saga. And I was like, who is this person? Mm. Uh, They completely changed his character. Was not a fan of that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And then like the way they even defeated the villain was like, okay, that was kind of half-assed. But I still kept going. I was like, okay, fine. Bad arc. Mm -hmm. Let's move on to the next. And then they did the tournament of power, and that was just a hodgepodge of I don't even know what. Like, there's some cool moments, but it was like some of the moments were like unnecessary. Like, the thing I had was you have Goku and Vegeta who have achieved this power of the gods, right? And then you have these, they had Universe Six Saiyans. Which uh, you know, they 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 delve into. There's different universes in this in the world of Dragon Ball, which is fine, which is cool. I liked it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. they had the Universe Six Saiyans who achieved Super Saiyan like it was nothing, and then they're on par with Goku. And I'm like, nah, I don't know about all that. 
Uh, so, you know, I wasn't a fan of it. And then now I'm reading, like, I kind of keep up with, I don't read the manga, but I keep up with what's going on. And I guess they have Frieza coming back permanently. And I'm like, really? You couldn't, like, find a different villain? And, like, he's coming back and, you know, he's stronger now because he actually trains. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't know about all this. So I don't know if I'm even going to watch it when they bring it back. But, yeah, the... He made, he made some very good points, and it was just something I've wanted to talk about, so I did. I don't know if it's really classified as a news article. Baro, I mean, what do you guys think? I don't know if you guys, whoever wants to comment, or maybe you guys think I'm being stupid and don't know what I'm talking about. But I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of Dragon Ball Super, <laughs> which is a shame because it's, like I said, it's like my one of my favorite series of all time. But it is what it is. I kinda, I'm kind of i going to take my own advice. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Mm. So I'm not going to watch it anymore. I gave it a chance, didn't like it. So, and it doesn't seem like I like the future stuff. I may try it, mm-hmm. but I probably won't, to be honest. So, well, that sucks. Yeah, it is what it is. I still got the, I still got OG Dragon Ball and Z, so I'm happy. I wasn't expecting Dragon Ball to re- to re- be revived at all. So, um, it's not that I w- the movies are still good. Like Battle of Gods, Resurrection of S, and the Broly movie, they're all good. Mm-hmm. Superhero was pretty good too. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, especially the the Broly movie was excellent. That was really good. So yeah. uh, I'm okay with just watching the movies, honestly. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, so just wanted to go on a little spiel about Dragon Ball. I don't think I've ever talked about it to that length on that podcast. So I thought, hey, why not? So, but yeah, that was it for my final final article. Mm-hmm. Hope you guys enjoyed that. <laughs> well, I. My final article is nowhere near anything like that, but uh, mine mine's a little weird. So apparently, a teenage girl was allegedly assaulted in VR by multiple oh, users. Yes. Yeah, jeez. Uh, UK police begin their first ever investigation to sexual assault in the metaverse. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, that has happened. Man. That's messed yeah, up. Not, yeah. The victim is a girl under the age of 16. Go girls using a headset when she was allegedly assaulted by multiple strangers who approached her avatar and began touching it with their own avatars. What the... The original report does not name the platforms involved. Okay. As a better, oh wait, does not name the platform involved as Meta's World Horizon Worlds, though it does include it in a statement from Meta. Uh, the kind of behavior descri- described as one no place on our platform, which is why all for all users we have an automatic protection called personal boundary, which keeps you or keeps people you don't want a few feet away from you. Though we weren't given any details about what happened. Ahead of the story the publishing, uh, we will look into it as the uh, details become available to us. Okay. 
So yeah. Let's um Man, that's some messed sparked, up shit. Yeah, it's also kind of sparked up a debate too thing. Yeah. For for uh having police roles in quote unquote virtual offices. Okay. Um I just thought this was kind of weird, so I was like, well Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. This well, this is the thing now, so Yeah. I'm gonna hear more about these. Yep. Um uh, so yeah. Well uh, with that that's all of our news articles. Yeah, that's all we got for the news. We shall now move it on to our main articles or main topic, not main article. Which has to do with games, video games of our childhood. Um, we're going to talk about kind of the games we played growing up, maybe discuss them a little bit. I guess I'll start off. Um, so a big one for me mm-hmm. was on the 64 cause the, the, so the consoles I had growing up, well, I had 64 PS2, PS3, PS4, PS5. Those are the consoles mm-hmm. I've had, uh, GameCube as well was my sister's both side of PSP. Um, I think those were the consoles. Yeah. Those were the ones like we had in our household. As mm-hmm. I was growing up. Oh, we had the Wii as well at one point. Um, Game Boys, things like that. But my first console was a 64, so that one had a pretty big impact on me gaming-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and one big game that I played the hell out of, and I somehow never beat. Mm-hmm. I think I just kept getting distracted doing other shit in it, uh, was Donkey Kong 64. Mm-hmm. Now, this was the game that, one of the games that required, like, the upgrade graphics pack thing you can get and stick in your 64. I think it was RAM, was it? Was it RAM? What was it? I think it was RAM. It gave it more power so mm. it could run the game better because it was, like, a high, more higher resolution and powerful game than before. Mm. So you stick that, you know, you get it, you stick it in. But there was one game I played a lot, and it sticks out to me because it was probably the first game that... Well, first of all, it was fun. You could play as anyone from the Donkey Kong crew. Um, you could, and they all had like their own kind of set of skills that they could do. I remember Diddy Kong had a freaking awesome jetpack that you could fly around on with his dual pistol, peanut pistols. Uh, I thought that was really freaking cool. But the mm-hmm. thing, the reason it sticks out to me is because uh, I would take my 64 with me to my cousins in Houston, like. Uh, mm-hmm. I had cousins on my mom's side that live in Houston, and I, every summer we'd go there when I was younger. And I'd take my sixty-four and my games with me, and we would. Uh, he was able to, so he had access. So we, you know, printers back then, uh, back then, and whenever I was a kid, we mm-hmm. had a printer. My parents had a business printer for their business, but like I couldn't print whatever I wanted on there because ink was fucking expensive. Mm. So, <laughs> I mean, it still is expensive, but back then it was you know more. Uh, because he didn't have as much money, and I think it was just more perspective in general. But so I couldn't just print what I wanted willy nilly, right? Mm. And also I couldn't, you know, I couldn't buy anything willy nilly either. So like, because you know, this this Donkey Kong sixty four, I, I believe, was a birthday or Christmas present for me. Mm. Um, so I wanted the strategy guide for the game because that's around this time this game came out. I discovered that games had strategy guides, but I couldn't get it. Mm-hmm. I, I had no way of getting it. 
And so I went to my cousin's house. He could print whatever he wanted on the printer. Mm-hmm. He had full access to their family's printer. Mm. And I told him this, and he's like, oh, we could just print it off the internet. Mm-hmm. And he also had faster internet than I did. So he logs, he gets on the internet, finds the, finds the, the, the strategy guide, and prints the whole thing off for me. And then puts it for me and puts it in a binder for me. And we were like doing stuff. We were like going through the strategy guide and like finding stuff and playing, like trying different things. And like, oh, we were like, when we get stuck at something, we're like, oh, look at the strategy guide. And we'd open up that binder and uh, we just looked through it. And it was, it was a very fond memory I have of playing that game with my cousin and just in general, especially going through that, that uh, strategy guide. I thought it was pretty fun. But yeah, that was a Donkey Kong 64. That was a big one for me in my childhood. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Yeah, good times. I think I even wrote some like Dragon Ball Z shit on the binder for whatever reason. <laughs> it was a red binder. I remember that. So. What are what are some games for you? Um, So I used to, I don't think I've ever beat any of them. Yeah, I don't think I beat any of the games of my childhood, honestly. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I play Mario a lot. Okay. Yeah, because you like, start off with the NES, NES. right? Yeah. yeah. NES, SNES. And... Sometimes my friends would let me borrow his Game Boy. Oh, okay. But uh, there's some games on there, but I didn't really play anything on there. But uh... is original Game Boy? Original Game Boy, yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, there's the one time I borrowed my friend's Game Gear. Oh. I I played Batman on that. But yeah, it was kind of. I don't know. I never, yeah, I never played the Game Gear or used the Game Gear. It's, it's uh, fairly big. It's like, it's really fat. Like oh, okay, like on the it was like it was like the Game Boy's like competitor, right? To an extent, yeah, yeah, okay. like, but it was like really long too. Like it was kind of like a fat Steam Deck. Oh, okay. Oh, I looked I it up. Know. Yeah, I looked it up. Okay, I see it. And uh, the only game I played on there, I think, was Batman. Oh, nice. And it was, and it was like a, and, and like, like, okay, so Game Boy only had um, like the green and white screen or whatever. Yeah. But this one was like in color. Oh yeah, it says right here. Yeah, mm-hmm. thirty-two colors on screen. Mm-hmm. Took six AA batteries. Mm-hmm. Three to five hours of playtime, I guess. Yeah, um, I usually had it plugged in. I think because by okay. the time. Cause yeah, I forget I've... that. Yeah, I forgot these things had like AC power as well or plugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You plug in, you can use it like that. Whoa, it had a TV tuner. <laughs> Holy shit. This was Sega's, right? This was Sega's, right? Yeah, Sega Game Gear. Okay. 
So your friend had this and he let you borrow it. Yes. Um, uh, But yeah, so I didn't make it through the Batman game. Uh, I didn't make it through any of the games that I owned, like on my own system. The guy the NES and SNES. Yeah. Uh, I had Super Mario World. Not World. Super Mario. Uh, I remember all the games I had. I remember I had this Fire Fisher-Price Firefighter game. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. Oops. Yeah, where you would like, yeah, you would go save like people and like put out fires and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think you also had Castlevania, right? I did, yeah, Castlevania. Yeah, Castlevania. Two, yeah, two Simon's Quest. Yeah, ah, I couldn't get very far in that. I was yeah, very, that game was hard very, as shit. <laughs> very, very bad at it. Um, that game was so hard. Uh, Trying to think, you had um, you have the you had a Looney Tunes games too. Looney Tunes game too, right? On the SNES? Uh, Maybe? I had a Tiny Toons Adventures game. Okay. That's that's the one I'm thinking of, yeah. I also had uh, Lion King. Oh, yeah. Give me some Lion King. I had the MS-DOS Lion King. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I got it from uh, one of my cousins in India gave it to me. Damn. Uh... I had this NBA game for like college basketball, I think. Okay. What kind of shit at? Um, <laughs> yeah, but games, but games back then, back games back then were something else. Yeah. And I don't know, like they felt maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I feel like I guess I could look it up. I'm, I'm gonna look up how long. Let's see, Donkey Kong. Sixty-four playtime. Oh, okay. So I was just, I just got to try. It's 30 hours average on the main story for Donkey Kong 64. So it's, it's the same. I guess playtime hasn't changed much. Um, okay. But yeah, games back then were, were something else. I don't have an odd ad blocker. Hmm. Yes, you do, you bloody basket. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Um, damn, I was going to ask you something. I forgot what it was. Chet. Oh, you also had a test drive, right? On floppy disk? I think I did somewhere. I don't yeah. know where is that. But you did have it, right? I did. Yeah. I remember we would play that quite a bit. Um, that was a fun one. And I think you made a copy for me that I had it to, to play on my Windows 3.1 computer, which was my dad's old computer when he upgraded to 98. After he up, yeah, it was his old. He gave it to me after he upgraded to Windows 98. Mm-hmm. See what other games did I play as a kid? Quite a bit. Um, oh, the cruising games. I felt like we played those a lot. Yeah. Uh, 
when we were at your house, we would play that. Yeah, Mario cruising, Kart. yeah, cruising mm-hmm. World, cruising USA, Mario Kart. Yeah, we played the shit out of Mario Kart sixty four. Mm-hmm. We played we played a lot of Mario sixty four as well. Uh, never beat it though, but I do remember we got to mm-hmm. hundred stars at one point, or hundred yeah hundred stars at one point. Man. I think and I think you needed like a hundred and ten or something to unlock the cannon to get fired onto the castle and talk to Yoshi or whatever. Oh. Uh, I never got to that. I still have this. I mean, obviously, the best part is after all these years, the save file is still there, so mm-hmm. I can totally go back and try and get those ten extra stars and and go mm-hmm. talk to Yoshi. <laughs> Um, damn, what else did I play? I'm trying to think what else I played on Mario on 64. Oh, oh, there's this game called, uh, this is a game I would rent when my friend would come over. Cause my dad at the time owned a, my parents at the time owned a hotel with one of my dad's brothers. Mm. So he, my dad would go down there. It was down in Texas. So he'd come, go down there sometime for weeks at a time. And it'd be like me, my mom, my sister, and my mom would be like, oh, you can invite your friend over if you want. And she'd like get us mm-hmm. pizza on the way home after she closed the store. Mm-hmm. And uh, she'd take us to Blockbuster and let me rent a game. And I always got this Battle Tanks Global Assault. And it was a, it was a mm-hmm. multiplayer game. And you could play mm-hmm. against computers or each other. And me and my friend was always playing against computer. And we would try and beat the computers while eating pizza. It's a very nice memory I have of playing Man. that game. That was always fun. Then Army Men, Sarge's Hero was another one I played quite a bit for the 64. I would rent that, play that. Uh, oh, uh, Star Wars Episode One Racer. Oh, yeah. We played the one. hell out of that one. San Francisco Rush. Mm, I rented yeah. that one a few times. Mm, what else? Oh, I had Mega Man 64. I actually, oh, this is a game I beat. Mega Man 64. Mm. I actually beat that game. Probably one of the only games from my childhood that I've beat. I don't remember the ending, but I do remember beating it. Mm. Maybe I can jog my memory yeah it's Mega Man Juno oh yeah yeah okay I remember what happens now but yeah that was a fun that was a fun game you can like go to different cities and do different stuff you can even like shop and buy stuff that was pretty good. Um, Are there any other games that stick out to you? Man, like... Not really, but... Um, about Legend of Dragoon? I I I spent quite a few hours on that. Oh, uh, the original Gran Turismo's. I spent a lot of hours. Oh on yeah. Six, um. 
what was it, three? Oh, uh, yeah. Gran Turismo 3. And then 2010. Um, that was four, I think, right? Oh, oh four. Hold I remember, on. I remember you paid three quite a bit. Yeah. Well, uh, actually, childhood, no. I think I might have paid one and two for a lot. Before three came out, because three was on PS2. Yeah, yeah, P was yeah, that was on PS2. Hmm. Gosh darn it. What else? Um, uh, oh, I played the hell out of the Budokai games. <laughs> God dang. I was so excited when the first one came out. And they just got better with time, so that was that was a pretty big, pretty big uh, game that I played quite a bit. Also, the mm-hmm. any any Pokemon games really, um, Pokemon Snap, mm-hmm. was super fun. Pokemon Stadium, oh, I love Pokemon Stadium. Stadium one and two, those were really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would always try to get the most powerful. I keep training my Pokemon to keep so I can beat certain things. Um, but you play you played tribes quite a bit, right? Uh, I did actually on PC. Yeah. Um, I was for some reason I was just thinking of console games all the time. I forgot I forgot about PC. Yeah, I played Star Siege Tribes a lot. That was a fun one. I played. What else did I played on PC? I played Starcraft a lot. Oh yeah, you did. Hmm. I played StarCraft. Uh, yeah. I tried to get into Warcraft. Uh, I didn't wasn't introduced until Warcraft three. Oh, okay. And then uh, after Warcraft three, I started playing that a lot. Uh, mostly custom maps and stuff. Okay. Um. Mm, I'm trying to think of what other PC games. I feel like I feel like I'm missing some. Oh, uh, Dark Forces. I used to play a lot. Oh yeah, Dark Forces is a good one. Uh, I used to play Rebel Assault One and Two. Nice. It was like a Star Wars package type thing. It came with like yeah. five, or six games, and uh... oh, Freelancer was one a lot. Oh yeah. You still have the actual game for that one i do yeah the cover and the disc and everything yeah uh i do have that i have that i have star wars galaxies um there's a game called conquest excuse me i really like okay yeah Um, i remember conquest i didn't play it but i think i remember i remember you playing it uh did i buy it i think it was on steam one time Okay. 
Uh, I'm trying to think of what PC games I played. I guess I played Halo 1 and 2 a lot online with my friends um, on the PC. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, because we got it. My friends got it, and then I got it. And my friend was able to host a server. And so we would, like, people would be using his, I guess, his map or whatever to play. And we would just, he'd always leave, like, three or four spots. I guess you could set the settings, be like, never never fully, never make the server full entirely. So he'd mm. always be opening for us to enter. So we would just, like, every now and then we'd, like, just hop in the game and play. Mm. So that was always really fun. Um, what else do we play on the P? Oh, I played a lot of Command and Conquer Generals. Oh, you did? I played the hell out of that game, yeah. On the PC. Mm. Well, the Command and Conquer games in general, I, I, I played a lot of those. Um, some sometimes when my friends we would we would have we would have LAN parties because <laughs> my friends they had. They had two computers, I believe. They had one each because they were brothers. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember if I took my computer or they had an extra computer. I think I I think I would take my computer sometimes. I would take my tower to their house and we would have like a like we would do like us three versus, you know, AI or whatever, like the computer. Yeah. And uh, that was always really fun. Oh, Warzone. Warzone 2100. That was another one I played the shit out of. Huh. The same friends. We would do the same thing. Um, It was like a... Let me pull it up. Uh, It was an open-sourced, real-time strategy and real-time tactics hybrid computer game originally developed by Pumpkin Studios and published by Eidos Interactive. Um. It was a pretty fun game. I don't think it was really like based off of anything. It was just like it's like takes place in the late twenty first century, like the civilization world, like human humanity has been like essentially wiped out because of someone released uh there's a there's a malfunction of the nuclear silos mm-hmm. and uh of the defense system and they launched all their nukes and you know, attacked Earth essentially and and then, like you, you, you band together. The survivors band together to form like a faction, and you know that's kind of what the, that's kind of what it based on. But then it ends up being an RTS. Like you, know, you, you, you play. You have to defend your base. You have to beat the opponents. Uh, yeah, it was like fully three D. You can make different kinds of units and things. Um, yeah, it was a fun game. Not very graphic intense. I mean, it was pretty simplistic, but it was fun. It was a super fun game. Uh, and I actually played a reason. Those friends came over almost a year ago, exactly. Mm-hmm. And we all have laptops now. Well, I have my PC, and both of them have laptops. So we uh, <laughs> we, we, we got Warzone. We each had Warzone, so we fired it up, and we had a LAN party last year here. It was so fun. I think it was the last night they were here. We, we stayed up to like 2 a.m. playing the game, eating snacks. It was pretty fun in my room. Oh, oh that's funny. Yeah, I had some pizza and stuff. It was a fun time. Uh, I don't think of what other. There's a game I had called Darkstone. I played that quite a bit. It was like a 
I feel like it was a kind of like a Diablo clone. Oh, okay, yeah. But like easier. And like easier to play and it's like I don't know. I I don't remember how much I played of that actually. I remember I had it. There was like a there was like a song that I knew that really sounded like really similar to one of the songs I listened to. Like, I don't know. I just remember that song playing over and over in my head. Ah, uh, okay. Um, I played Star Wars Galaxies. I had, I tried subbing to that MMO, but yeah, all I ever did was buy like time cards Oh, okay. That and Earth and Beyond. Earth and Beyond, I man, I put so many hours into that. I I wanna I wanna play that one again so much. Yeah, Earth and Beyond looked like a fun one. I never played it, but Well, it was I also tried Eve online, but that one was like a really complicated. Yeah. Um but in Eve, you didn't have an avatar or anything. In Earth and Beyond, you had your own avatar. Ah, uh, okay. Like, uh... Uh... Where was I? I just completely lost my train of thought. You're talking about Eve, Eve Online. Oh, yeah, yeah. Eve, uh, yeah, it's so complicated that uh, it's not very beginner-friendly. Whereas the Earth and Beyond was a lot more. Oh, yeah, they had an avatar. Like, you could walk around the stations and stuff. Uh, you can you can kind of explore, like, the little, like, the stations they had. Like, they had in uh, Earth and Beyond. Oh, okay. Uh, Eve, as far as I know, you can't. You still can't leave your ship, but. They also had, like. um, They had a spinoff where you you, you could do, like, a third person type thing, but. I was on PS3, so that was, like, much later for me. But not when Eve first came out, like, which was like, not like a long time ago. It was yeah. almost a thousand, <laughs> like a thousand years ago. But like, yeah. Mm. I remember what else? Hmm. Tried. I tried Oblivion. I could get into it. Yeah, I was gonna try it recently, and then I uh, I don't know if I'd enjoy it. Like I saw other people playing it, mm. and I was like, I don't know if I would like. Well, no, that's sorry. That was Elder, I'm stopped. That was Elder Scrolls. Sorry. Mm. Uh, I was thinking Elder Scrolls Online, but. I heard about Oblivion, that's right, but I never did play it. Yeah. 
I think my first Elder Scrolls game was Skyrim. Yeah. Mm. Skyrim was my first Elder Scrolls game. Yeah, that's that was my second one. I didn't really like but I didn't really get in Well the first one, like, I had no idea where to fucking go, so like Yeah. <laughs> I so I went to, like, so there's, a, I guess, the intro stage where you, like, are arrested or whatever, and then you escape. Yeah. And there's no markers or nothing. So I went to the random town, just started doing fucking rounds. Like, I looked in, I went inside somebody's place. Like, oh. You talking about, about Skyrim? No, this is the. Oh, Elder Scroll. Oh, uh, uh, the Oblivion. Oblivion. Okay. Yeah. And, uh. Because I want to say it was kind of similar. Yeah, I think it was. It it was similar to the way they both started off similar. Yeah. Uh. I don't. Mm, I don't know. I'm. I think I'm mixing Oblivion. No, because in Skyrim you kind of come out like in the, like the village and like the village being attacked by a dragon. Yeah, you're about to get executed, and then the dragon comes, and then you're you're left with two options: you go with the criminal that was the person who was arrested with you, or like in the cart with you, mm-hmm. or you go with the night guy, and you can choose which way to go, and then that kind of sets the tone for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. But I think in Oblivion, uh. You're like, you're like in prison. You're you're in prison already, for like a crime you don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. You are. I'll, you are. You I'll, have been arrested. Yeah. I don't know if it's like I don't remember if you do get arrested in the beginning or not. But like I remember you had to escape from the cage or the, yeah. the, the jail. Yeah, yeah. I think you start off. You're already arrested. Like that's how the game starts. Like you're in the jail cell already. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember how it goes. But then, once I escaped, like the jail cell, like this is a forest. Okay. I just went to the nearest town. I'm like, hmm. Kind of. I don't know. Those just. I was exploring. Yeah. So I I go into this dude's house. I just like look at everything. I started looting stuff, <laughs> and. I leave, and the freaking guard catches me. He's like, whoa. I didn't know, like, I couldn't take anything. Well, yeah. Just, every other game, like, you go to the open world, and then you get, you just take everything. Uh, but, yeah, I, I I got, like, there are consequences in this one. I was like, what? Yeah, which was and pretty, thought, yeah, which was pretty crazy back then. Yeah, and I left the house, and they kept hassling me. Man, f it, I did do this. I go away. <laughs> yeah, I did all that. Yeah, I did yeah. it. What um, you gonna do? Yeah, I just remember like when I got like arrested again. I was like, well, fuck this game. Like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, piss, yeah, pissed me off. Like, damn, now I kind of want to play some Skyrim. <laughs> 
I actually never did beat that game, so maybe I'll go back and beat it. I uh, yeah, same. I don't. I have multiple copies of it too. Yeah. So. I got to a point, and then because I've always owned it on Steam, like since the mm-hmm. day it came out, I've owned it on Steam. And eventually, I think it was after I started my job, my current job in like 2016, I started over and I got to a point. Actually, no, I didn't start over. I just jumped back into the game and like I just played more. I think I I had like two or three things left and I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. And I like, (laughs) so I'm going to, I restarted it, but I never like followed through and kept playing. Um, Like I had like, I had these two really powerful swords that I had no idea where I got from. And like, I was like really high status, and I was like, "What the fuck? What did I do?" Like, I had no idea. Like, I had no recollection. And the only Ooh. reason I started up was because my friend Chris he told me that Skyrim has a because I bought a new gaming PC, I think, or mm. gaming laptop. Uh, I had bought just then, and uh, he was like, "And Ooh. I think I was t- I was talking about Skyrim." He's like, "Oh, they've got a uh, graphics pack that you can upgrade the graphics with." Mm-hmm. on Steam and I did that and I think that's how I got back into it briefly but well, Skyrim yeah. was kind of way after my early days though so like yeah same here Elder Scrolls uh, 4 was like Oblivion was like around the end of my yeah high school era so yeah yeah Skyrim was uh, college for me I think Mm. early college but uh another one from my childhood i guess from when i was before i graduated uh was jack and daxter the jack and daxter series oh yeah yeah i beat all three of them man they're fun as hell and i get this really weird it's really odd and i think i know why but anytime i think about jack and daxter or even sometimes i'll i have a ps2 some i have in the past fired the ps2 up and played like the first one again because i own it um I get the taste of chocolate chip pop tarts in my mouth because whenever I would play that, all three of them, I would always be snacking on a chocolate chocolate chip pop tart when I would be playing that game. So when I when I think of it or play it, I get that the taste of a chocolate chip. It's really weird, mm-hmm. but yeah, those games are fun, especially the second one. I think when you become like. You're not evil Jack, but he's like different, you know? He gets like mm-hmm. doused with that stuff, whatever it was, makes him like different. Mm-hmm. Uh you can like hijack like bikes and stuff. That was pretty fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can steal bikes. I think you had a gun too. So that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Got any other games from your childhood you want to talk about? I think the last ones for me would be the Star Wars games on 64 Rogue Squadron, Shadow of the Empire because again it was my cousin in Houston when I'd go down there we would rent them and play them a lot so Mm -hmm. I think other than that those were like the big ones of my childhood I don't know well Legend of Dragoon was a big part of it. Oh, um, yeah. That was a good one. But I spent a good chunk of my time on that. Yeah. Adventures Mode 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what else. Crash Bandicoot. Oh, yeah. That was a big one. 1 and 3. I didn't have yeah. 2 at the time. 
Okay. I don't know why I never got two. It was really hard for me to get games, so... Yeah, same here. But... It's usually, like, every Christmas and birthday. I didn't get that until I moved up here, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it was the same for me. I didn't get that until you guys moved up here, either. I think we all just got blanket two games a year. mm -hmm. At that point. So we had to pick... We had to choose wisely. We couldn't just, like, ask for a game in the middle of the year. Mm Mm-hmm. I think I did. Cho- I think we chose wisely every time, though. I don't think mm. I was ever upset with the game I picked when I was a kid. Oh, Sly Cooper! Holy shit! Oh, I can't remember. Yeah. I can't believe I forgot that. Do I played the shit out of that? I only had the first one, but I played the crap out of it. Mm. I actually beat it, and I replayed it. It was like one of the first games I replayed. Mm. That was that was a big one, and also for me. Resident Evil 4 was also I guess a, Oh yeah Yeah that was one I would play Played the I hell out of that game too That was in my When I was in college So okay. I didn't really want to count that one cause yeah. That was end of high school for me Yeah Towards the end I, of high school I played Resident Evil 3 Okay Before yeah like in high school Um, Driver was another one Oh yeah, yeah. I played driver your driver. One. I didn't have it. You had it. Yeah, I play. I would play yours. Driver one and two. Yeah, Man, I want to play those again. Those were fun ass games. It was so hard to get rid of the cops sometimes there. Just... Yeah, holy shit. Oh man. But like, I played Tekken three a lot. Hmm. Tekken 3 was another one I played quite a bit. That's what got me into Tekken was the third one. I think your cousin had it? Or did you have the copy? Uh, Tekken 3, I think. No, I think it was yeah, our cousin had it. Okay, cousin. yeah. Played played mm-hmm. that a lot. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any... any other big games I did beat it was on your Wii mm-hmm. because I don't know why I was at your house quite a bit I think you were I don't know if you were in college well I think we yeah you were in college when we had the Wii yeah Um, but I was at your house quite a bit for some reason but you weren't there and I don't think I was driving yet. That doesn't make sense. Oh, no, I wouldn't have been driving at this point. No. Yeah, I had my license a year or two later. Um, so I had to stay at your house for some reason. For like, I think it was for like two weeks. Like I would come there like, I think it was during summer maybe. I was there a lot. I don't remember the reason. I don't know if maybe like something was happening at our house. They were like redoing stuff and it was it was messing with my allergies or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was probably something related to that. They were doing some work in the house and because I had horrible allergies when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So it probably was something to do with that. So I would get dropped off at your house, like after school or on the week. Oh, it was summer. So I just get, I'd be brought to your house in the morning. My parents would go to work and then mm. pick me up at night or whenever they're done with the stuff at the house. And, uh, so, and I, you had the Wii and I beat the Zelda game on your Wii. Mm. I remember that. That was the only Zelda game I've ever beat. And it was because I was fascinated by it because you could use the Wii controllers to do everything. And I had a lot of fun with that. But it was just me. I don't know where your sister was either. She might have been doing her own thing. I don't know. It was just, I just remember me playing it in your room. <laughs> I think I asked you if I could, hey, can I play? Yeah, I can go for it. Hmm. I remember that. Drives 2 was in college. I remember I got the Tribes game for the PS2 from Circuit City. Mm. Uh, but the disc was messed up, so we returned it and I got something else. Oh. But that was... Uh... Yeah, and it was your cousin. He came and looked at it. Like, I was having problems with it. Mm. And uh, I think you... You might have been in class or something. Mm-hmm. But he came over. He lived closer to us, too. Oh, so my mom called okay. him and be like, hey, Coach was having problems with this game. Can you go, like, check? Because I was at home alone. He's like, can you go, like, look at the game and see what's wrong with it? And he came over and looked at it. And he, like, played it. He's like, looked at it. He's like, oh, yeah. And he called me. He's like, yeah, the disc is pretty scratched. You might want to go return it. And so the next day she took me back to Circuit City and I got something else. But, Yeah. Good times. It's a very fond memories playing video games growing up, I must say. You got any other games? Uh, that's what I was trying to think of. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't. Oh, Jedi Knight 1 and 2. Oh, yeah. I remember you let me play your character on 2 one time. Mm-hmm. You were like, hey, Coach, I'll check out this Star Wars game. I think you had like, you were like max level or something. You were like some insane, you like had all the skills and everything. And you like showed me the controls and you just let me go ham with this character. I was like freaking killing people, throwing my lightsaber around, doing all this force pushes and shit. Yeah. I remember that. That was fucking awesome. Actually, I don't think I had Jedi Academy. I only had Jedi Outcast. Yeah. Whichever one it was. Yeah, you, you let me play it. I was playing it for like hours, I think, that day. And you were like playing something, I think, on one of the consoles. But you're like, hey, check this out. And you showed me how to do everything. And I went fucking ham. Mm. Another fond memory I have. Mm. Good times. Mm. Got anything else? Um, I've said it like four times that we always think of something. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I remember the Star Wars Episode One yeah. PC PS One game. Mm-hmm. 
That one was kind of fun too. Yeah. Um, mm, I can't really think of anything else that really sticks out to me. Like, oh, that was a really oh. fun, impactful game for me. Some of the Call of Duty games, kind of, when I was younger, but nothing really sticks out to me. Like, yeah. they're all kind of the same. Um, Ace Combat 4. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. That was... They somehow made me... They somehow were able to allow me to form a bond with this character that mm. you don't... You never see. Yeah. You just heard his call sign, Mobius 1. Mm -hmm. And that's it. And, like, they still were able to, like... There's still some kind of connection there, I felt like, which was really cool. It was, it, it was so good to the point when I was playing... Was it 7 or 6? It's one of the later iterations. Mm -hmm. And you're on a mission. And... uh you do you're you're in like a dogfight or something, and then mm -hmm. I think a missile takes out a guy that's on your tail or something like that, and then and then someone else, well, someone on your like I guess your squad or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, they're like they're like oh it's Mobius one or I think he says I think it's Mobius it says Mobius one he says Fox two or something, and you're like holy shit. <laughs> Something like that. And it was to the point where I was like, oh my god, it's Mobius One. I can't remember what it was, but you remember yeah. what it was? I can't remember what game it was or where that happened. Like there's a Mobius One reference in one of the later Ace Combat games. I think they talk about him or something, or maybe I don't know. Maybe the maybe I'm imagining the missile thing. I don't know. I'm getting stuff mixed up, but there's mm -hmm. a Mobius one reference in one of the later games, and it was like, oh shit! Like, it's like this character you've never seen, right? It's it's crazy that there's, you know, mm. that kind of connection with that character. Hmm. Uh, I just thought of something. Oh, Grand Theft Auto 3. Oh, yeah. So much time in that game. Yeah, it was Vice City for me. I played the hell out of Vice City. I played 3 quite a bit, too. Mm -hmm. But Vice City was the big one. For me, anyways. Hmm... Oh, yeah, here it is. Okay, so the Easter egg was one of your, um, an allied pilot says, uh, Mobius, back me up. And then Mobius 1 uh, fights, uh, I think it's, uh, he fires two missiles and says Fox 2. That was the, the reference I was thinking of. The which one? 
So that was the reference I was thinking of. In 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 one of the games, mm-hmm. uh, one of your allies says, "Mobius, back me up." Oh, and then Mobius yeah. fires two missiles, and you see Mobius because you know they have the subtitles up on the top. Mm-hmm. It says Mobius one. And he says like Fox two or something like that. So that was the reference I was thinking of. Um. I said Grand Theft Auto 3. And I, and, uh, I play the Need for Speed games quite a bit. Oh, yeah, Need for Speed. 1, 2, 1 and 2. Especially 2. Oh, my God. I play the hell out of 2. I, I played the Porsche one a lot. Oh, my, yeah. My friend let me borrow the Porsche one. That was a good one. I remember two was like partially sponsored by Best Buy, so you would see like Best Buy ads and stores within the game. I think that's actually I think that might be it for me well, there might be a few more for me but I don't remember alright uh, it's been so long yeah um, it's been I'm, a minute I feel, like, I feel like I'm remembering something but it's not really amounting to anything so <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we can call it there then. Yeah. I think we, I think we covered a good amount of games. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Uh. You can catch us every Sunday at 8 p.m. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. You can also find us on YouTube. Type out nerd.git and our channel should come up and you can watch the episodes or listen to the episodes on there as well. Um. You can also follow us on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram at nerdgit1. And where can they find you? You there? Yeah. Where where, where, uh, where can they find you? Oh, um, Snapchat, uh, YouTube Gaming, uh, Nerdgate because, and right. Instagram. Sweet. But yeah, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, thank you guys for listening. Really appreciate the support, and we will check you. We will see you guys next week. All right, bye. Bye.